everybody. I'm John. I'm Joe. And today on Ubaldi Brief, we're going to discuss the challenges of President Biden. Is he all... I like to refer to him as Grandpa Joe. Or Grandpa Joe. But the question is, over the few weeks, we've seen him stumble at certain... Like when he's speaking, he forgets where he's at. Can we go back a little bit further, even during the campaign, how he was like that? Yeah, during the campaign, he he made some missteps, but the, the his handlers kept him in the basement because they made it all about Donald Trump. And it was an effective strategy. He didn't have to take any tough questions from the media. They limited his exposure to the media. So he never was asked any hard button questions. If he did get asked questions, it was always some like a comic or somebody that really wasn't trained as a journalist. Now that he's president, he's gone 48 days, the longest of any president in the modern era, or at least in the last hundred years, he hasn't had a solo press conference. Now, to some, that doesn't that could mean ah, he's just waiting for the, the time to do it. But we have a lot of key issues. We have the crisis on the, the southern border. It's not a crisis. We have a the stimulus. Yeah. We have a lot of things that have to come up. And now it looks like he's going to speak in prime time, I think, on Tuesday. But is that going to be controlled? He's just is, is he going to speak by a teleprompter? Because on Tuesday he was it was uh, National Woman's Day or something. Yep, where he, where he forgot the his Secretary of Defense, Secretary of Defense's name, uh, Lloyd <laughs> Austin, and he stumbled. This was when he was reading it from a teleprompter. How would he do when it's just unscripted? He can't just pick and choose. Some people don't know, and the media really should be outraged on this. If they do ask questions, they have to submit their questions in advance. What happens? Okay, what happens when we are sold a bill of goods and it's not what we got? And we're stuck with this guy for the next four years because they're like, he will unite us, he will do this, he will do that. But it just doesn't seem like he's doing anything. He's just like a figurehead. And then there's, uh, he's, okay, he's a puppet. It seems like he's, it seems like he is a puppet where he's not making any of those command decisions. What happens in, say, 2020? If the Republican Party overwhelms the the House and we have a different speaker, okay? 2022, you mean? Yeah, 2022. So there's a new speaker of the House, no more Pelosi. So who's going to call the shots for Biden? Well, or- see, that, you make a good question. And I was talking with a, a friend of mine named Scott McDonald who came on earlier when we started doing podcasts over the summer. And he's a demographer. And we were talking politics. And I asked him, let's just say for the sake of argument, Joe Biden is in cognitive decline. The question then becomes, everybody focuses, well, Kamala Harris can step right in. Well, we're early, in, very early in the honeymoon phase of his presidency. Yeah, we're not even 100 days. Okay, my question is this. When did you know he had a cognitive decline? Because Joe Biden is 78 years old. We don't know his medical history. Mm-hmm. He refuses to take a cognitive test. Remember, the, the media went at it with Joe, with Donald Trump when he took his cognitive test, and the doctor that performed it answered every one of those questions. We don't know his cognitive ability. So let's just say he's on a decline, and Kamala Harris is now being brought up to speed or being taught foreign policy because she wasn't, she had no experience in foreign affairs. Yeah. So you've got a president who potentially could have cognitive decline. You got a vice president who's being spun up on all these things. We got a lot of challenges. And there was a columnist or an article in Real Clear Politics today, and they said, is Joe Biden going to hold the press conference? Not something he can control. 
not something that he can ask pre- reporters out to ask pre-prescribed questions. Is he going to have a press conference like Donald Trump did where every question is on um, the docket? And the one question that we talked on a previous Ubaldi brief was the stimulus. Has anybody asked President Biden, President Biden, in the, your $1.9 trillion stimulus bill, why is only 9% slated for COVID relief where the other 91% goes to non-COVID? And ask, what about the immigration crisis on the border? Let him explain. He hasn't spoken. It's not a crisis, John. It's a challenge. It is. We can say all these words we want, but these are questions that people are going to want to ask. Hey, Jen Psaki said... Don't be labeling this stuff. It's not a crisis. Who are we to say it's a crisis? It's a challenge, John. That's true. I, I got all that, but I'm just and, saying we need to we well, need to know this stuff. And I think I, I'm starting to see maybe a boiling point too. It's uh, it's nice to watch. Is the, there's a boiling point with the media? The media wants to sit down and they want to talk to this president and they want to ask him these questions. And if anybody deserves recognition for getting Joe Biden into getting Joe Biden into his presidency. It's the media. And eventually they're going to, if they're not going to get what they want out of Joe Biden, which is getting some questions or getting some kind of resolve, they're going to turn on them just like they did Trump. And it might even be, it might be even worse than what they gave Trump. With Trump was different. They went after him from day one. With Joe Biden, they got their candidate because most of the media is Democrat. Yeah. So they got their candidate in the White House. But the, the strategy that works in in a presidential campaign doesn't work when you you have to govern. Now, these are your policies are one that created the crisis on the border. You're the $1.9 trillion stimulus. We haven't, we haven't been, he hasn't asked or, excuse me. The media has never been able to ask him these questions, like the big question I just mentioned a few minutes ago. Nine yeah. percent of one point nine trillion goes to COVID relief. So where does the other ninety one percent go? Does everybody know where it goes? What about the schools? You said in the campaign you would be the teachers union president. Why is it that the schools are still closed when science that you embraced last year, you said, we got to listen to science. Science says you can go back to school. You don't need to be vaccinated. And why are some of these progressive governors like Gavin Newsom allowed to send their kids to a private school with in-person learning, but the the peasant kids can't? So I want to go back just a little bit to our one president, Ronald Reagan. Wasn't it? Wasn't it said that he was having, uh, he was probably in the beginning phases of Alzheimer's? They went after him. And wasn't like Nancy Reagan, wasn't she helping him along? Or That was the, that was the, the argument there. Was, is Jill doing the same thing for Joe? Well, look what the, how they treated John McCain when he ran against Barack Obama in 2008. They brought up, oh, he's too old. They brought up his mental acuity. Where's this? This is where you have the bias in the media. Why isn't the media asking these? So did you hear about Joe Biden's dogs? Yeah. Then you have. But OK, if that was Donald Trump and his dogs would have bit somebody, that would have been front page news. Yes. So we're seeing it. But, but getting back to the original point, we don't know what his cognitive ability is. Now, remember when Trump was president, the media and every Democrats wanted him to 
wanted the executive branch to invoke the 25th Amendment. In the 25th Amendment, it talks about succession. In Article, excuse me, in Section 3 of the 25th Amendment, it's if the president feels that he can't do the job, he submits something, submits it to the Senate pro tem and the Speaker of the House that he's unable to fulfill his duties where the vice president takes over. Now, this is where they wanted the executive branch, executive agencies to invoke is an article Section 4 of the 25th Amendment, if the vice president and a majority of the cabinet officials believe the president cannot officially perform his duties, then they go to the Speaker of the House and the Senate pro tem. Is that going to be invoked under Joe Biden? I don't think so. I think they have a great setup where you have a figurehead and then there's going to be a lot of people behind the scenes doing the work, pulling the strings and stuff like that. And then when it's time for to get someone's approval, everybody loves Joe Biden. Everybody loves Grandpa yeah, but, Joe. But, but here's the problem with that. I didn't elect and most Americans didn't elect somebody else to pull the strings. Even Kamala Harris, who ran as the vice president, we didn't elect Kamala Harris to be president. Yeah. If that was the case, we would have voted for Kamala Harris. If people are pulling the strings, this is allegedly, I'm not saying it's happening, but if someone else is pulling the strings, I want to know who and what authority do you give because we didn't vote for those individuals. We voted for Joe Biden. If Joe Biden is unable to maintain his, himself as president to do the day-to-day job as president, then, then we need to get somebody else. Obviously, it'll be Kamala Harris through the succession problems. But my big question is, when did everybody know he was unable or unfit to do it? Did they do it just to get him in, force him out, and then the progressive Kamala Harris would take over? If that's the case, the American people, are, at least in my opinion, would be pissed. Yes. Why don't you go ahead and tell them where they can get a hold of us, John? Get a hold of us by going to UbaldiReports at gmail.com. That's UbaldiReports at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Type in Ubaldi Reports. Or if you go to your Facebook, there's Ubaldi Reports Group. And just to let everybody know, come April, we're going to be doing a soft launch where you describe who we are, and we're going to go do a viral streaming of this podcast on all the different social media outlets and then around the 8th is that's when we go live with our official launch of as we stream this do it again on the 8th this is where we do we're going to be streaming this officially to all our social media so stay tuned for that but i also want to put a plug in for where this podcast has been placed on heroes media group it's a veteran-owned company So they've been pushing us out there so we can get to a greater audience. So let us know what you like, what you want to listen to, or what you want us to research, and we'll discuss those topics. And when we go live, then we're going to be able to take questions. So please send us your emails, whether on our social media or our email account, and we will read your name. Won't give your last name. We want to protect your privacy, but we will read your name and your questions. Yes, and we are also setting up a Patreon, and it'll be ready to go in April. So look out for that and contribute. We would appreciate it, and we will talk to you soon. Okay, keep listening to you, Bobby Boo.